Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmet, and I sincerely thank you for joining me today. Now, it's estimated that almost 40% of the adult population in the United States has prediabetes. And surprisingly, it's much higher in many other countries. Um, Now, that's pre-diabetes, mind you. It's not full-blown, medically diagnosed diabetes. This is like the road leading to diabetes. It's one of those normal areas that uh, we so easily ignore but it will literally steal your vitality. It will steal your money. It will steal your time. And there are lots and lots of ways that we can halt that process and even reverse it. So today we're going to talk about uh, why it should matter to you what your blood sugar is, for one thing. And I'm going to tell you about a safe, a simple, and an inexpensive strategy that you can employ on a daily basis, something delicious, to maximize your vitality. It just feels so good to feel good. And this is information you're going to want. Now, first of all, why in the world does high blood sugar even matter? Now, and in the world, this is a world, it's a global problem. This is not just developed countries. I mean, this is everywhere. And it's so common for the purpose of the information I'm going to give you today. We're going to going to specifically look at uh, fasting blood glucose or a fasting plasma glucose, which are uh, synonyms. They're the very same thing. Now, when you have high blood glucose, then it's very inflammatory for your body. It means that your cells are becoming resistant to insulin and insulin can't do its job as its job as easily as it should be able to. So when insulin is not working properly, the glucose doesn't go into your cells where it gives you energy. It stays in the blood and it's very, very inflammatory there. You know, you have about 30,000 miles at least of, of blood vessels through your body. And when they get inflamed, nutrients and oxygen don't flow like they should. And that's what makes people sick. That's why pre-diabetes and diabetes are so dangerous. You know, they're so common, they're easily overlooked, but they're so dangerous. They It can literally wreck your life when your blood sugar gets out of whack and stays out of whack. It um, There's a lot of things that cause it to be high, and it's not just food. We're going to we're going to talk about a food today that's going to really help you, but there's lots and lots of ways to help keep it in line. It's easy to forget what diabetes does, and I want to just briefly touch on that. It's the leading cause of blindness. It doubles or triples your chance of memory loss. Now, that impacts relationships. It increases 
because it increases inflammation, it increases your uh, chances of cancer, of heart disease. That translates to lots of not feeling good, to lots of doctor visits, and to just uh, a lot a loss in vitality. So let's look at today at apple cider vinegar. And you may think be think, picturing apple cider vinegar. Sometimes you see it on the shelf. Uh, it's got the mother in it, that floaty, weird something floating Uh in the vinegar, that actually is key to the benefits. Um, you know, it's easy, it's safe, it's inexpensive. You probably already have some apple cider cider vinegar in your cupboard because it's very good for salad dressings. It's very good for marinades. It's in a whole lot of foods. Now, vinegar folklore is as colorful as it is practical. It's uh, sort of in the category of an old wives' tale and. Old wives' tales, as you know, often have a lot of good sins attached. Now, legend states that it was discovered in ancient Babylonia accidentally, uh, sort of along with wine. They found that unattended grape juice became wine, and then it became vinegar. So then, uh, hop forward a few thousand years, and around 400 B.C., Hippocrates uh, used vinegar medicinally to dress wounds. And then I thought this was really funny. It said that Cleopatra dissolved her precious pearls in vinegar and offered them as a love potion to Anthony. Now, I don't know. That's that's pretty wild. But it's a, but it's in the literature. Now, I remember my grandmother using vinegar to treat poison ivy. Interestingly, before the production of hypoglycemic prescriptive agents, the medicines for diabetes, uh, vinegar teas were commonly consumed by diabetics to help manage their blood sugar. So that's the direction we're going to take today. It does lots of good things, but we're going to look specifically about how apple cider vinegar uh, impacts blood sugar because it's been studied the very most. And I want to make a note that it's best to use uh, the apple cider vinegar in the purest form, the undistilled form, because it even has more more benefits. So let's talk about how apple cider vinegar can help you control your blood sugar so that you'll enjoy more of your life now, so that you'll have more vitality, so that you will have richer relationships. You know, these bodies are merely our relationship vehicles, and we want to keep them running as uh, smoothly as possible. So first of all, what is apple cider vinegar? Now, of course, it's an acidic, sour-tasting liquid that's made from fermented apples. There's lots of kinds of vinegar from all kinds of different um, fruits, but this, but apple cider vinegar is from apples. Now, the ingredients are very simple. It's crushed apples, it's water, and yeast. And they uh, historically, it's been made by just letting this mixture set for at least 30 days. During this time, the yeast turns uh, the sugars from the apples into alcohol, and then uh, beneficial bacteria grows and turns the alcohol into vinegar. So you can see why it's been used, you know, historically to preserve food. Uh, And it's also, you know, also has a lot of medicinal claims. And um, these properties are now sort of becoming tested. uh, And the evidence is becoming robust in terms of what it does to help help blood sugar, improve cholesterol, and even for weight management. Lots and lots of good research there. Uh, But blood sugar control is sort of at the basis of all of those. Now, one of the reasons that 
uh, apple cider vinegar is a great option to help you manage your blood sugar is that it tastes good. And it's, it's, easy to use in so many things. In fact, if you start reading labels, you're going to see that in quality foods, it's often used as a a flavoring agent and as a preservative agent. Now, it's it's naturally loaded with lots of flavonoids. Now, you hear about flavonoids. You can buy flavonoids in pills, but if you can get flavonoids from food, it's way, way better. Flavonoids are very powerful antioxidant agents, and I always advocate that you get your nutrients from food as much as possible. It's not 100% possible, but when you get it from food, there's probably a whole lot in there that does Uh, all kinds of wonderful mechanisms in your body that we have not discovered yet. Now, one thing about flavonoids that uh, I want to note is that they've been shown to be very antiviral. In fact, uh, they have been shown to bind to viral proteins and actually stop the entry of the virus into the host cell, which, you know, we are the host cell. But that's another story for another day. But just know that apple cider vinegar, it's going to help lower your blood sugar, but it's going to do a lot of things just for your body. I want to talk about a study published in June of 2021 in a peer-reviewed journal called Biomed Central. In this study, they looked at a bunch of different studies and combined them and they found, and I quote, a significantly favorable effect of apple cider vinegar consumption on fasting plasma glucose levels. So that's that's kind of a big deal in the study because, um, you know, for one thing, there's not a lot of money in apple cider vinegar. So there's not going to be a lot of studies, but for them to conclude that, I thought it was pretty awesome. So if I were you and I would be asking, so how much does it take? Do I have to drink like a whole cup of apple cider vinegar? No, it's surprisingly a very low amount. Um, you know, apple cider vinegar is, vinegar is good, but it's not that good. I wouldn't want to have to uh, swig a cupful. The studies varied that they looked at in terms of the specific amounts. So this is where you need to do your own investigative work. This is this is what I do. Um, generally, you want to start with about a half a, you know, maybe a tablespoon, a teaspoon, somewhere, somewhere in there, just a little bit. But it's, it's an easy study to do. And if you're kind of on the border of, of pre-diabetes or your, your blood sugar is a little bit high, uh, this is a terrific place to start. So because the title of this podcast, uh, A New Old Blood Sugar Hack, even tapped into your interest, I would recommend that you start checking your your fasting blood glucose with a glucometer. It's really inexpensive. You can get it at any uh, drugstore, you know, Walmart, anywhere. And what what I do every morning uh, before I take a drink of coffee or, or eat anything, I check my blood sugar. It just involves like washing your hands really well. You'll have a little automatic 
finger stick device that you can set. Uh, I can set mine on a really low setting. I barely feel it. And then I get a little a drop of blood that pops up and there's a little test strip. Now this is, I keep track of it uh, every day and I kind of know what I ate the night before and what time I ate it. I know that for me, if I eat late, my blood sugar is going to be a little bit higher. But I also know that if I'll remember to uh, put about a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar in a cup of water, chug it before I go to bed, then that's going to help lower my blood sugar. I think it would work for you. I mean, what could be better? You know early where you're trending and you make changes, you make uh, small changes that can really change where you end up. Now, this is easy, it's safe, and it's inexpensive. You know, you probably already have some apple cider vinegar in your cabinet. The the floaty stuff is the fermentation product, and some people uh, filter that out, and other people drink it. That's up to you. Uh, I I filter it out. So remember, uh, when you when you're still in the low range of prediabetes, you have more options because there's no silver bullets for vitality. A high blood sugar is so common and many people have high blood sugar and don't know it. I was super shocked. I was reading about um, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, this crazy diagnosis that I got and finding about reading about early signs. And one of the early signs was that it causes uh, the body to become resistant to insulin. That perked my interest, caused me to get a glucometer. And now I know that indeed, it is a little bit out of whack, but I'm making changes to correct it. Uh, It it's so common. I mean, you'll hear people be like, oh, my blood sugar is only 110 or my blood sugar is only whatever. No, you want your fasting blood glucose, your fasting plasma glucose when you first wake up to be 99 or below. It can seem like it's unavoidable, but it's really not. Remember, that may be normal for most people to have higher blood sugar, but we don't want to be normal. It feels so good to feel good. We want to feel optimal. We want to have more vitality. We want to resist normal. Normal is simply defined as the usual and the regular pattern. It is what is typical in, a, in our world, in your society. Um, it's what's familiar. And the the usual, that familiar pattern uh, is is typically not good. Consider what normal is in our world. It's dehydrated. It's irritated. It's constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and high blood sugar will inflame your body. And too many people are totally stressed out. That's all very normal. We don't want to be normal. So, I hope this has inspired you to maybe check your blood sugar, maybe to eat more salads with a a nice vinegar dressing that you make, to marinate some food in apple cider vinegar, or to just put a teaspoon in and take a, a swig before you go to bed. You can easily measure it, and it might really change your trajectory trajectory. You don't know what you avoid. I always like to tell my my patients, you don't know the snake that doesn't bite you. So if if you can do a few things to avoid that, that's what we want to talk about. Now, I was as I was preparing for this, I was uh, remembering Mary Poppins, you know, just a spoonful of vinegar helps the sugar go down. Oh wait, that's not what she said. But anyway, that is maybe even more important. Um 
Remember, health does not need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. There are simple things you can do to feel your very best. I appreciate that you joined me for episode 56 of Vitality Made Simple. Um, I hope this has inspired you to greater vitality. Now, in next week's um, episode 57, I'm going to talk about situational awareness and tell you a story that actually happened just a few days ago to my husband, Mike, and I. I think you're going to find it uh, super interesting and hopefully it will help you maybe avoid another one of those snakes out there. Well, you know, we're going to keep taking the stress out of being healthy because we're now in 537 cities and 52 countries. Woohoo, we picked up another country. And that's all thanks to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for subscribing. Blessings until next time. <music>